Well, good afternoon, and thank you once again for joining me for Business, the Law and You. Julian Campbell here. We've got another interesting show lined up for you this week. A bit later in the program, we'll have one of our Harvard Business Review tips. This particular one is Beat Procrastination by Thinking About the Future. We're also talking with Christina about the Hunter Innovation Festival. But right now we're going to have a chat with Dale Beaumont, who's a very successful young entrepreneur running an organisation called Business Blueprint. He's going to talk about building a great business. Good afternoon, Dale. Good afternoon, Julian. Thank you once again for joining us. And your regular trip to Newcastle is coming up soon. So um, since we last spoke, uh, you've, uh, over the past 10 years, trained thousands of business people, helped them become very successful. Are are business strategies still changing fast these days? Yeah, they definitely are. Things uh, are always evolving and changing when it comes to to business. And the few things that have uh, have changed, I think number one, you know, business over the last uh, you know sort of five years, three years especially, has become more and more competitive. But that's because the barrier to entry for starting a business is mm. becoming kind of less and less. You know, used to be you had to put up a hundred grand if you wanted to start a business. You know, now with laptop, computer, and a spare bedroom, you know, you can start a business from just about anywhere for a few hundred or maybe a few thousand. And so now there's a lot more competitors than there were before in the past. And the other thing as well is that um, now no longer uh, pe- pe- you're not competing just with people in your area. It used to be maybe if you sold sort of barbecues, you know, you had the market within the 10-kilometer radius and everyone else would sort of stay to their area. But now there are companies that um, can, can uh, ship uh, barbecues, for example, uh, overnight to anywhere in New South Wales and, in fact, you know, in two days anywhere in the country. So now mm. you've got competitors in every state of Australia um, that are after your kind of uh, market. So, um, and, and for some people as well, they even now have global competitors. So they're competing with everyone. Um, and we have another client as well that does tutoring. And uh, she was saying now that there are uh, American companies that are targeting uh, people in Australia and they're offering tutoring, tutoring services over Skype. And so now uh, she's competing with them. Um, Not just businesses in Australia, but businesses all around the world. So that definitely adds an interesting dynamic and and makes things uh, a lot more challenging, but still plenty of opportunities because the same thing can work in reverse. You can be one of those businesses that that now can go national or go international, whereas before you were really restricted uh, by geography. Mm. So, so you're coming to Newcastle again uh, in a couple of weeks' time with your free one-day workshop called uh, 52 Ways. 52 strategies is a lot, lot to cover in uh, one day, and we certainly can't cover them in six minutes. And I, I believe you'll be looking at marketing systems, sales, social media, outsourcing and websites. Maybe we can mention a couple of them. For example, what are some of the mistakes people make with social media? Oh, I think number one mistake is not being on social media. It's now the, uh, the main place where people spend their time. People spend more time now on social media than television, radio, newspapers, and magazines combined. And so uh, there's a saying in marketing, you have to be where the people are. And if that's where your customers are, that's where you need to be. So you need to be on uh, social media. Um, that's just now a must. 
Uh, but secondly, you do need to select the platforms widely or wisely because there's about a dozen or so platforms that are out there that fall under the category of social media. If you try to do them all well, you'll be a jack of all trades, master of none. So you want to pick maybe two, maximum three that you're going to focus on. So you need to select the right sort of like tools for, for your kind of market. And, uh, and then you want to make sure that you are, are posting um, content um, that is of value to your audience um, and not necessarily just trying to uh, sell your products or services. That, that was what happens as a result. Um, but your main focus is there to add value, to serve, to build a community, to help people. And as a result, you end up, um, you know, making uh, making sales. But that's not your reason to be be there in the first place. So your intent um, behind your social media strategy is very important. Now, I've been to quite a few of your uh, conferences and uh, seminars, um, and uh, I know to know that one of the important things for you is systemization. How important are systems to business success? Look, I think systems are critical because um, if if you don't have a system, then you are the system and it's all in your head. And if basically you then become the bottleneck that holds back your your, your business growth because everything has to kind of pass through you. Um, So if you really want to build a great company, it can't just be uh, involved a single person. It needs to be a team and that team needs to um, to, to, to be uh, doing jobs without you having to to oversee everything. And so uh, the idea of being able to get something out of your head and create a system, a procedure, a document uh, so someone else can pick it up and run with it. Uh, that's what you need to do if you want to uh, get out of the, the, uh, the kind of the day-to-day and start working uh, on your business rather than in your business, and that will really help you to grow. So systems is definitely something that I talk about a lot at 52 Ways, the one-day workshop that I'm bringing to Newcastle. And so um, if you need to have better systems, and I think every business um, could, could benefit, then you can come along to the event and find out more. And talking about systems, a couple of years ago, you launched a very exciting and successful business advisor called, or business advisor app called Bryn, um, and we've t- spoken about it a couple of times on the radio here, but I believe you've made some exciting updates and it's now called Bizversity. Yeah, exactly. So Bizversity is the world's best business education anywhere, anytime, and it's available to people all over the world. And of course, you know, people um, uh, in Newcastle or the uh, Greater Hunter region, uh, everyone can uh, access it. So it's available at a website called bizversity.com. And then from there, you can follow the links to download the uh, app to your device. And it's amazing. There's over a thousand videos that you can access to help you to grow your business. And they're all curated um, and all in one place. So it's a fantastic platform. Right now, it's free. It won't be free for much longer. Um, so people should definitely go and uh, check it out. So a final thought to wrap up today. Uh, final thought, um, one of my favourite uh, sayings in business is you're either green and growing or you're ripe and rotting. Basically, that means there's no such thing as standing still um, in business. You've got to keep learning and growing, and that's why I really, really encourage people listening right now to come along to the one-day workshop and to learn about uh, how to take your business uh, forward. So um, I look forward to uh, meeting some new people there. And we can easily find that uh, by just Googling 52 Ways, can't we? Exactly. 52 Ways. Um, the website is 52ways.com. Or you can search for my name, Dale Beaumont, uh, and 52 Ways, and you'll soon find it, and you can uh, register and claim your free tickets. Well, I've already got my ticket, so I'll be there, and probably about half a dozen of my students are coming. So uh, we look forward to meeting you in a couple of weeks. Fantastic. Great. Thanks for joining. I'll see you there. Thank you, Dale. Bye-bye.
Dale Beaumont there from Business Blueprint. It is a fantastic day. It is free. Um, and if you want your tickets, 52 ways, or you can go to my website, businesswizard.com.au, and uh, click on the free ticket at the bottom of the page there. Time to pop over and have our chat with Christina. Good afternoon, Christina. Good afternoon, Julian. How are you this week? I'm very well. We're in the throes of the Hunter Innovation Festival. We certainly are. We've had some amazing events so far, um, and we've got some even more amazing events coming up. So I'm actually, I've just stepped out of a, um, a talk to take um, your call. Uh, Startup Stories uh, at 376 Hub from the University of Newcastle. We're just listening to Ganilla Burrows and her 1804 story and and why gender matters so much and the, and the um, I guess, not so much arguments, but the struggle that she had as, a, as an engineer in the 80s mm. um, coming through and, and working in a male-dominated field. So we're having conversations like that. Two things like um, we're going to be exploring the Internet of Things tonight. So there's a Smart City Engagement Workshop put on by the, uh, by the Newcastle City Council um, at the Art Gallery and... So a lot of people get a bit confused about what a smart city is, what the Internet of Things is. Mm. So we put a couple of these um, hands-on workshops on so that people can actually experience what it is and realise that it's not so complicated, um, that the whole thing is about getting the absolute best out of all the resources that we can. So the Internet um, and the things going on in technology are a wonderful resource for us to be able to move forward, live better lives, live more open lives, more global lives and do more good in the global community. So... Get down to the um, to the um, uh, the gallery, the library this afternoon um, at about five thirty or three thirty. We've got two sessions on: one for children, one for adults. Um, so feel free to come down and and mingle, get your hands hands on with um, Internet of Things. Do you know what sort of things they'll be talking about in that Internet? Uh, they're, they're kind of going to be exploring what the Internet actually does and then and then I'm looking at a, um, at a photo right now of, of different um, adapters and different wires and different things. So it's all about, you know, what is coding? How do we best use things um, to, to make our lives easier? What kind of data is out there and is available that's going to make our life easier? It, none of it's about taking over lives, making lives miserable, people losing jobs. That's not what, That's not the intent that people go into these um, resource-filled things with, you know. Mm. We want to do good. Most people want to do good in the world. That's what we, we tend to forget that all the time. So mm. they'll be talking about um, what, what is the Internet of Things in relation to a smart city and what is a smart city. They're terminologies that we hear quite often now, but what actually does it mean? And what it means... Julian, is, is how do we work our city better, smarter, cleverer, so that we bring more people in, so that our children don't want to leave and, you know, go to places like Sydney, Melbourne, New York, Los Angeles um, to have amazing careers? How do we create the lifestyle that we want here and now? Mm. So that, that's on this afternoon. Tomorrow, uh, and actually tonight, tonight and tomorrow, Hugh Mackay is actually featuring in a couple of events, uh, and that's all about the importance of mental health. Um, in innovation, in creativity, because if you if we're if we're struggling with mental health, if a workplace culture is not right because the majority of people are struggling with a poor culture, you know, and that's reflected in mental health, we're not going to be creative, we're not going to be innovative, we're not going to be able to improve bottom lines um, and take our businesses forward. Mm. Um, another another area of, of great interest at the moment is aged care. So we're running a, um, through the University of Newcastle. We're running a New Futures Hackathon for aged care. Um, so what you know, what is what is that going to look like? We're in a in an age now where people that are being born at this point of time are probably going to live quite a healthy, remarkable life beyond a hundred. 
Mm. How do we look after people um, as they as they progress, as they get older? You know, retirement won't be happening at seventy. So, what is what does aged care look like? What does a, a, a society that has probably more aged people in it than it has youth in it? How does that operate? You know, and it doesn't mean discarding anybody that that goes beyond a, a certain age. It means how do we best utilise? Mm. what's happening but so the, the aged care hackathon though is going to be a real highlight we invite everybody who has an interest who has an interest in technology who wants to get involved in a ideation session a, a brainstorm a teamwork networking thing to come along um friday night and then it will be going all day saturday so you know there's this the whole program is on at the hunter innovation org website yeah there's the innovators lunch there's more um startup stories there's um screening of the new hustle uh, which is a documentary that follows the personal journey of three of Australia's most successful startups. That's going to be happening. All the information is on the website, and we really encourage people to come along. A lot of the events are free. Some of them have small charges on them. Um, come and support innovation in Newcastle. And have you got any uh, success story or stories from what has already happened, uh, a couple of the uh, ones that occurred during the beginning of the week? Sure. So last night we had um, an amazing conversation between, uh, so I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Crave app. So we had the um, Newcastle-based uh, Crave app, and they're up to something like 40,000 followers on, um, or 48,000 followers, I think, on Instagram at the moment. And they're, they're kind of remodelling the way people choose where they're going to go um, and and eat out. So mm. they manage. There's one part of their business that manages social media for um, for a lot of restaurants. There's another part of the business that is an app that helps people decide where they um, want to want to eat. And I'll give you a, an example of that in action. So um, Kevin Hall, who facilitated the conversation uh, that Jessica was a part of, um, he actually had to take a guest from out of Newcastle uh, out last night after after the session. And he said, you know, where should I go? And immediately, because she's got this crave up, because she's very familiar with what's going on, she hit him with a with a um, an organisation, um, the Hummingbird uh, Hummingbird Electronics. You know, we heard um, from Norman about how successful um, their business was. But I'll tell you, the through theme that's coming at the moment is. Um, it's quite amazing. It's all these businesses. So the Internet of Things started years ago. Hummingbirds were, were working for quite a few years. It really is. I know we keep talking about it, that 10-year overnight success story. It's mm. that plotting. It's that mm. gathering of information. And the other thing that um, that I'm quite pleased about, because I fall into this category, uh, is that the more knowledge you have about a whole lot of things. So we're talking, you know, Jack and Jill of all trades here. The more knowledge you have, it's amazing the contributions that you make in the innovation space. Yeah. yeah. So we had we had two of the panelists last night. Um, where one was from Raw Innovation, and um, another one was from Next Milestone, and they have the most broad, uh, you know, backgrounds, the most broad careers, and it all is fantastic when it comes to ideation, execution, knowledge, that whole diversity, you know, that we find in a room that contributes. Great. Well, thanks very much for your time. We better let you get back to uh, listening to the uh, exciting talk. Yeah, thank you. Talk to you next week. Have a great week. Thanks, Julian. Bye-bye. Christina there with, uh, it sounds exciting, some of those talks that she's going up with, especially the Internet of Things and really what's that going to do. And it is still going to be with us and get getting stronger, so we might need to find out got time for one of our Harvard Business Review tips. This one here is beat procrastination by thinking about the future. 
Typically, knowing the upside of completing a task isn't enough to make us put in the effort to actually do it. That's because the present is concrete and the future is abstract. But you can short-circuit your procrastination tendencies by making the future feel more real. And here's how. First of all, visualise. Take a moment to paint a vivid mental picture of the benefits of completing the task. If there's a phone call you're avoiding or an email you're putting off, imagine the sense of satisfaction you feel when it's over. Secondly, pre-commit publicly. Most of us don't want to look foolish or lazy to other people. So dare to say, I'll send you a report by the end of the day. It can be just enough to make taking the action more appealing. And thirdly, thirdly, confront the downside of inaction. Instead of telling yourself you can do this task tomorrow or the day after, force yourself to think about the downside of putting it off. What are the real consequences of not getting it done today? So interesting points there. We do procrastinate sometimes, don't we? Well, thank you for being with me for the last half hour. I hope you've enjoyed the program. We've had a chat with Dale Beaumont from Business Blueprint, who's coming to Newcastle on the 1st of June with his uh, 52 Ways. It's a, an excellent day. It's full of a lot of knowledge, um, uh, particularly about building a great business. And uh, you can find out more by, by Googling 52 Ways or going to my website, businesswizard.com.au and clicking on the free ticket. It is free and it's an all-day session. And we've had a chat with uh, Christina about the Hunter Innovation Festival and how well that's going. In a moment, Jane Klein will be back with you with more of your easy-listening favourites. Next week, we're going to look at protecting your intellectual property with Lester Miller from Foundry Intellectual Property. We'll chat about innovation with Christina and we'll have some more legal and business news and views that might affect your business. I'd love your company again for Business, the Law and You at the same time next week. Until then, have an exciting and prosperous weekend. As John Maxwell once said, you, you'll never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret of your success is found in your daily routine. <laughs> 